All right, guys, welcome to episode 79 of the Walking Closer podcast. I am once again uh, coming to you from my own home, and I'm sitting here once again with my wife, Mindy. Say hi. Hello. And um, yeah, we just really want to do another check-in. Well, not so much a check-in, just... Wanted to share with you guys how this week is going for us. Um, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you can relate to some of this. This is week two, I guess, for me being at home. Uh, I guess this is the start of week two. Because last week I moved my office to the house on um, on Monday, and um, that that was interesting. <laughs> um uh it, it not so much working from home it's what i actually had to do to um replace what i was doing uh i guess you know having to record videos and things of that nature um yeah that was uh that was uh, kind of stressful so anyways what we want to do is just um talk to you guys and kind of share how our week is going and um, I don't know relate to you maybe something that um, might be helpful I guess at the end of the day we want everyone to know and to feel that um, no matter how they're feeling it's okay it's okay people can't see you shaking your head yes I know. That's really hard. I'm a very visual person, and so I just nod a lot of times, and that's really hard. This is a podcast. You got to speak. You got to talk. Um, so, anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I guess I'll just start by, you know, telling you how my week started, and, um, you know, it started with me just, again, having just having a difficult time sleeping, sleeping at night for whatever reason. Um, I realize I'm having a lot of tension, headaches. Um, it's, I'm having a hard time just relaxing my face, you know? Um, and I think it's just a, it's just a side effect of everything that's going on, you know? Which is very unusual for you because you're always so relaxed. I'm the one that's always very tense, naturally. Which is so weird because I'm a very <laughs> intense guy, but I'm always relaxed. And yet, you're you're not an intense person, yet you're always tense. Somebody figure that one out for us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so I started uh, just the week with not being able to sleep well again. Um, and um, starting to work from home creating the content that I need to create. The podcast is not that's such a big deal. Of course, I don't have the comforts of my little recording booth that I created. Um, but, you know, this is this this works. I mean, any you can record a podcast anywhere. Um but yeah, uh just Knowing or trying to figure out how I was going to create the content, having to record on video. Um, and while you, you know, the people, people can't hear all the noise that you can hear, <laughs> right? And so while 
you know, you guys can't hear. Our kids are in bed right now, and I'm pretty sure I just heard our kids get up. Um, you can't hear that, but we can hear that. And if you're not accustomed to to that, it can be it can be distracting. That was a that was a huge distraction last week. Just hearing all the noises around the house, trying to record things, trying to talk to a camera is a whole lot different than talking to a person face to face. And um, some people might think that. And for some people, it might be the case that you could you could have someone in the room while you're recording something on a camera, and it maybe it might be helpful, more helpful to you. Um, it makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, for me that that's not helpful because whenever I teach, um, that's that's coming from a lot of preparation, but also overflow. And in the moment stuff that does not happen in front of a camera, and maybe it does for some people. I'm not there yet. Uh, it's just it's just a whole lot different scenario. Like you don't realize how much you need people in front of you. You need the reactions. You need the engagement. You need the responses, whether they're real, whether they're verbal, verbalized responses, or if it's just seeing people sitting there. So, um, I used to be a sign language interpreter. Um, and so when I was in college, I took a bunch of sign language courses to prepare me to take the state certification test. And one of the things that they would do for our tests, um, during college was to, um, do a lot of signing in front of a video camera. And so in the classroom setting, we would sign to each other and we would respond to each other. But then when it came time for testing, we would go into a totally different room and we would have to sign in front of a video, in front of a camera. And um, this was back in the day when VHS was a thing. Um, And so there would also be times where you would have to do projects where you would have to take a VHS and you would have to videotape yourself and turn in the VHS for your project. (laughs) And I did great in the classroom setting. I did horrible in the testing setting or on the project side of things because I couldn't get that interaction, which I think is a lot of the reason why I do nod my head in affirmation and I do those things because as a sign language interpreter, that stuff is very important. Um, But when you're face-to-face with a video camera, it is a whole different world because you're not getting that reciprocation. Yeah, it's it is different, and you know, speaking for me in front of a camera, as opposed to recording into this, speaking into this microphone, and you know, recording podcasts like this, it's it's not the same. It's different. It's not something I can explain. Um, and there might be. No one else who can relate to how these experiences are are to me, but I'm just telling you for me, for me, it's just different, you know, and I'm not, I'm not complaining. Um, I'm, and I'm not looking for other solutions necessarily to, to this. You know, I, I know a lot of people have jumped on this, uh, zoom meeting and, uh, getting online and doing things like that. Um, I haven't jumped on that bandwagon yet. Uh, at this point, I, I, I personally don't see a need. I'm not there. And the way that I am, some people think I don't move fast enough, 
but the way that I am is I don't like to being I don't like being forced to move before I'm ready to move. I have a hard time seeing the benefit right now in what I do. I'm not saying it's not beneficial for other people to do it. I I it's even it's even hard for me to explain this. Like I I'm seeing all the issues that people are having with this. <laughs> I'm seeing how people's meetings are getting uh you know hacked into uh, I see all the network issues that people are having. Um, I, I, you know, I see the difficulties in getting a bunch of people online face to face, in the communication process and whatnot. And look, you know, I've done a lot of uh, my share of you know online um, video chats and things of that nature, meetings and whatnot. And it's not the same. And I think everyone understands that. Um, I'm having a hard time seeing past all of the issues. Not only that, I'm I with what I do and the content that I am trying to continue to create. Uh, I just have a hard time seeing how it would be beneficial with the specific things that I'm doing. Now, I'm sure I could add some additional things in there, and I probably will once I get comfortable with and get into a flow with doing things the way that I'm doing them right now. Um, and the way that I'm doing them right now is probably going to be the easiest way for me to continue. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not knocking it, but I just haven't jumped on that. And I can't, I can't, as I'm saying this, I realize I can't adequately explain to someone necessarily right now why I haven't, but I can't adequately explain to someone why I should either at this point. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me and there are probably some who want to see me do something like that. I just can't explain the why at this point. And I know people will say, well, there's a benefit of this, this, this. I get the connections and all that, but again, why? And I haven't been able to answer that question from me personally yet. And so that's why I haven't done that. But just, re- and I don't think that that would make it easier for me to do what I'm doing. For me, it's still the same issue of that object. I think it's, it's an object issue. Um, I have a hard time doing video conferencing with, um, well, last month, um, I'm a part of a book club and last month was when all of this started really going down and we just all decided we would do, um, a video conference for our book club, which was great. I really enjoyed it. I needed that, but, um, it was a little uncomfortable and awkward for me just because it's not the real thing. It's not a face-to-face person. And, um, (laughs) you know how it is when you get a bunch of women together, we kind of all talk at the same time sometimes. And sometimes like different conversations will happen within the group and there's, there will be two people talking about this part of the book and there will be two more people talking about something else. And then we kind of all come together but when you have a video conference, you can't do that because then it gets all jumbled and you can't understand what anybody is saying. And then there's the lag time issue. And it, it's for me, it's an object. It's not a real person. Yeah, and so it yeah. makes it a lot harder. Um, like even doing this podcast, I'm sitting next to a person. I'm sitting yeah. next to you. And so I can communicate. Easier, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, it makes it easier, you know. I think that if I would try it, I would probably try it with like just a handful of people maybe. Um, but then again, it would be 
Why? Well, to check in or just to have a conversation. You know, <laughs> one of the difficulties I have with this is trying to create something that is not normal amongst a bunch of other things that people are already dealing with that aren't normal for them as well. And again, I know a lot of churches and a lot of people have just jumped on this thing and started doing it, and it's great. Uh, I'm glad that they found a way to continue to do what they do. Uh, I am just not there yet. Um, and if I can't answer the why, it, what's the point at, right. at this point for me? Um, you know, I, I just, at this point, being able to talk with people on the phone, texting back and forth, um, you know, and communicating the way that the ways that I have been communicating at this point seems to be sufficient. Um, you know, I, but any, anyways, I, I don't. I know some people might think that that might make that would might that might make it easier. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not sold on it. I'm just not. Even if I did that, it wouldn't be the same. It still wouldn't. It still wouldn't be the same. I don't think people want to sit in front of their computer on a Zoom call with me teaching the life of Jesus, which is one of the classes that you know I was doing in one of the videos, the content that I'm making. That it wouldn't be the same. It just wouldn't be the same. And expecting to receive the same, it's not even the same when I'm recording it on video as it is in person. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not sold on it. I, I'm just not sold on it at this point. So it's a difficult thing. It's a weird thing to try to uh, figure out and adjust to for me. It just is. It's just really, really weird right now. And I don't think there is a solution because we, we were forced to make a change without knowing how to make the change. Yeah. Yeah. And so (laughs) in order to figure out what we're trying to call this new normal, we're, we're forced to figure out what that looks like in every facet of our lives. And so we're trying to come up with all these solutions, but for every solution, there's an issue because our lives aren't naturally run that way. And so we're trying to figure out solutions to changes that we just, yeah, we don't know how to do it yet. Yeah. And I wonder if how much, how much of this is me trying to continue to do things the way that I was doing them before, but just in new ways. And it could be simply that I don't need to try and continue to do what I was doing before and that now it's time to do something different. Change with the change. Right. And that's, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's where my struggle is at this point. It's okay. What is that? Right. Uh, And I feel that I feel that burden. I feel that stress of trying to figure that out. Um, You know, it's different whenever you're face to face with people, you're in a room with people and they're there for a reason. They decided to be there. They chose to be there. And you're trying to, you're sharing with them something they're interested in. Um, You know, that's what lights me up. It's, I do all of this. I can easily get lost in my head, but at the same time, it brings me energy to be able to share with people who are interested in these things, right? So there's a difference in being in the same room with them um, and communicating this stuff to people who are interested and just throwing things out there, just throwing content out there, not knowing if anybody 
Right. <laughs> you know, in fact, it did. It did. It, it led me to, man, I went there last week. Um, I started questioning, like, why am I even doing this? Why am I even trying to make these videos? Why Why am I even, even trying to create some some content for people um, when I'm not even sure they're interested. I'm not even sure if they, they want to do that. Um, and that is because it's such, it's so different than when people show up at a place and they go out of the way to be there. And you think that, well, at least part of them is interested in what, what's going on because they decided to show up. Right. Um, this is different. <laughs> this is different. And so it caused me, like, I questioned a lot of things. It caused me to question, should I even, why am I even doing this? Are people even interested in this? Just not knowing, right? And um, if I'm putting all of this effort and this energy into trying to do this stuff, and it's really stressful. It's a lot to go through. Like, I went through a lot last week trying to, to do this. And it got to me, like it really got to me. Like I wasn't even sure if I should keep doing it. Like, is it worth it? Like, right? Is it is it worth it if I'm just throwing things out there and you don't you don't even know if people are interested? And I know people will say, well, you you never know the good you're doing, and you know, look, that stuff's not that's not helpful. <laughs> I know that I'm aware of that. That's not helpful, and that's not what's going on here. It's just such a drastic change that affects us and is affecting me on so many different levels at this point, which I think, honestly, I, I, it's to be expected. Um, I'm not really surprised. I am a little bit surprised about what's surfacing from, from <laughs> you know, like the things that I'm questioning and the things, the places that my mind, the places my mind have gone as a result of, you know, these challenges, um, some of that's a little surprising because, yeah, you know, it's easy to say that you're not that concerned about what people think about what you say when people go out of their way to actually show up to a place where you're communicating this stuff. Um, And then it's another story to not have that, right? Put it out there. Yeah. And not know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I know anybody with little girls is going to appreciate this. Um, <laughs> my girls have been walking around the house singing um, Into the Unknown, one <laughs> of Elsa's songs from Frozen 2. And I feel like that's kind of where we are right now. We're being forced to step into the unknown. Yeah. And um, that fear of what that unknown looks like. And so we try to do our normal things in the unknown. And um, that doesn't always pan out the way we think. And so then we question, you know. So I think it's um, Elsa... Elsa always has good words. You know, for a long time it was let it go. <laughs> and now... <laughs> the, the, the great prophet Elsa. <laughs> yeah. 
And now it is into the unknown. And so now we have to um, step into that. Yeah, that's the that's 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 a good point. It's realizing that. Um, yeah, part of the battle right now for me, and maybe for other people as well, is it's it's figuring. Okay, so what needs to be done now? Well, and. Just to continue the Disney quotes a little more, um, Disney just released Onward um, on Friday. And so our family sat down Friday night and watched the movie Onward. Fantastic. Fantastic Amazing. Um, One of the things that um, was said was when you go on a quest, you use what you have available. Yeah. Yeah. And um, man... Yeah. Right now, we're having to kind of use what's <laughs> available. Out, huh? um, like they used, they used a Cheeto to as a boat, and um, who would have thought a Cheeto could be used as a boat? <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, you know, you can use anything um, on your quest, on your journey in life. It's just a matter of we recognize it. And as I say all this, I mean, I am not, I am not like the poster child for <laughs> yeah, doing these things. <laughs> no, neither one of us are at this point, you know, and that's the thing. It's, you know, why even share this stuff? Uh, well, for me, it's the more transparent that I am, I find that the more it actually helps me grow. Um, I think that that's true for most people. I don't know, but I know that it's true for me. Um, and so that's why I I do the uncomfortable thing at times. It's it's less and less uncomfortable, but I'm not gonna lie. When I there are times still, whenever I am saying what I say, when I'm being transparent, there is a little voice in my back of my mind thinking about you know, wow, what's gonna, what kind of image are people gonna have in their minds, and what it's how is this going to cause them to respond to me differently now? Um, in a negative way, you know, so there is still that, that, that aspect there, but the more that I am transparent, the more it does help me grow because it's a part of the journey and a part of facing this. And I want to encourage other people to be able to do the same. Um, of course I'm in a unique position with doing what I do. Uh, however, I think that it does, you know, it does, cross over to just about any arena of life no matter what you're doing especially in these current conditions because man there's so many different things that we're having to figure out how to do or what to do or what what is it that we should even do right um you know i'm i i i've been hearing things like when this is all over with the church is going to look completely different you know and that we need to be preparing for what that might look like and how we need to make church different after this. And and I think those, those statements and those ideas are coming out of people facing the realities of how, how different it is to do what we have done for so long, how different that is now and what that even looks like. And man, it causes you to question what's even the point, why, what's behind all of this. And, you know, 
it's it's questions where you, those easy wrote answers they're not they're not satisfactory and they, they haven't been for a lot of people for a long time um but there's some real truths behind these things that we're having to face right and i think that they're they're exposing some of those those truths for us for me for sure for for me for sure because again it's 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 really easy to join people in a room who are interested in what you have to say or even if they're not interested in what you have to say they're still there you know uh, and now it's okay should i even be doing this is is are there other things that need to be done what are those things if so and how do you how do you do them right 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 so um we're recording this on um palm sunday so every year for lent for i don't know probably 5 or 6 years now i have given something up um Sometimes it's been things like social media. Sometimes it's been something really, really intense, something to eat. Or um, one year I gave up caffeine. Um, Last year I gave up self-degradation. So that was like a a mental check. It was a mental thing, which was really hard because I had to constantly be thinking within myself. This year I gave up doing things, which sounds almost counterintuitive, but, um, I was kind of going through this thing where like, I feel like I'm not doing enough for God. I'm not praying enough. I'm not loving people enough. I'm not being involved enough. Like I'm just not enough. And, um, what kept coming up was no, God loves me anyway. And so I'm like, well, Lent's coming up. I need to figure out what I need to do, what I need to give up. And Usually I ask the Lord what to do, and this year he was completely silent. And it really bothered me. I'm like, I've got to do something. God, what do you want me to do for you? And um, finally, like right like the day before Lent started, it came to me. And it was, you don't have to do anything. I'm going to love you regardless. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to give up doing something for Lent. So I just decided I wasn't, (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but I thought, you know, I'm not going to focus on Lent per se. Um, and then all this came up and everything that we do in for God, for church, for anything kind of got thrown upside down and the doing looked a whole lot different. Yeah, And um, so I was kind of contemplating all this the past couple of days and I was thinking, you know, like church might look a little bit different for me. I don't know about other people, Mm -hmm. but for me, it's going to look a little bit differently because I'm seeing that God loves me regardless of what I do. And it's out of that love that I am loving other people. It's out mm-hmm. of that that I'm starting to, um, you know, I talked last week about feeling all the feels. Well, those feels were so much stronger because I was feeling God's love. It wasn't a matter of me going and doing and helping and feeling everybody's feelings to help them. It was 
out of a love and compassion. Yeah. And so it just, it, it's been kind of interesting for me to see how all of this took place in a time where church wise, you know, speaking in church calendar terms, we're supposed to be giving something up and we're supposed to be focusing on, you know, Jesus. And it's kind of like, well, what does that look like now? How, what, what are we doing? Yeah. What should we be doing? Yeah. It's that season where we think about dying to our, ourselves and we were very specific about, you know, c- contemplating what, um, you know, what Jesus did and what that means. And it's supposed to be a serious time of reflection. And so, yeah, I do find it interesting how everything has a, has a way of resetting itself at times. Um, this is definitely, definitely making us, I think on a large scale, you know, face why we do what we do, maybe even question that. And, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting because this is, yeah, this this is the unknown. This is, and it it makes total sense because we don't know. There's so much that we are unaware of, not prepared for, and why would we not be wrestling with things in this way if that wasn't the case, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's been so many things. Like last week, I thought, ooh, I, I have this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a good place, you know, um, we, we recorded the podcast. I was feeling good. And then Tuesday hit and it was all downhill from there. I, I like, I almost felt like a hypocrite because Monday, you know, I recorded the podcast. I sounded great. Everything was wonderful. And then the rest of the week I, I was depressed. Isn't the right word. Just, Meh. It was a tough week. You could feel the weight of yes. what was going on. The weight of the unknown. Yeah. Right? You could feel it. And I, I think I sensed that in my children, too. Um, it was just, you know what? Last week, I thought, well, we're getting into our new normal, you know? Like, we're, we're getting in the swing of things. And then this week, all of a sudden, their attitudes changed. And... I I didn't know what I was going to do with my kids. Like, I was really tired of my children, which is a really horrible thing for me to say, I feel like, because, I mean, I homeschool my kids. We're, I, I love them. We're with each other all the time. But, man, this week, I, I needed to get away, and I couldn't get away, and they needed to get out, and they couldn't get out. And my 15-year-old is needing her friends, and she can't have her friends, and... The weight was heavy this week. Yeah. You could feel it. You could definitely feel it. Um I know it was a it was a tough week. Um I felt the stress in different ways. You know. Um it was yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. So trying to figure this out, I guess that's where we still are. Right. It's so it's so foolish for us to think that times just when we think we've got a grip on it. Yeah. We're reminded of what we don't. 
how much we don't have and we don't know and yeah and there wasn't even like I couldn't pinpoint anything you know the kids would ask or you would ask what's wrong and I don't know I mean when when you sit back and you look at the grand scheme of things I am home with my children the children that I wanted to have the children that I want to be with all the time I have my family here. Nobody is sick. We have, you know, shelter. We have food. My family is fine. Your family is fine. Like, everybody is okay. So in the grand scheme of things, we should all be all right. Like, I should be happy. And yet I wasn't. And I don't, I mean, there there is no word for why. I, I don't have an answer for what that was even. It's because you didn't pray enough and you didn't confess did, enough. Right. Because <laughs> I gave up doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, and I think this is okay. Well, and right. you know, we talk about the new normal. And I think when we talk about that, in the back of our minds, we have this idea that it's only going to be a little while, you know, like we talk about getting into this new routine, but we really think it's only, it's, this is just temporary. But when I went, when I went to the store this week to grab a couple of groceries, um, they had tape on the floor, you know, for six feet apart. And they had these vinyl things that they had printed out that were laid on the ground, you know, make sure you're six feet apart. And as I saw all that, I was thinking, that is a lot of work for a few more weeks. That's a lot of work for even a month. Like, this is a lot of work going into something that I thought was just temporary. And it kind of hit me that maybe it's going to be a little longer than I anticipated. Which then in turn kind of made me a little... Nervous, I guess. If if that, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's even the word, but it was the unknown. Yeah, just not knowing. I told somebody, um, if it feels like a really long uh, childbirth, <laughs> because it's a lot of pain. Childbirth is painful, and it can last a long time. But you know, in the end, something good's going to come out of it. So you know, it's all going to be okay <laughs> in the end. But this is lasting, like, we don't know how long this is going to last. So it's just like one long labor and delivery without the delivery. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't know what that's like. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So what's what's this week going to hold? And what's this week have in store for us? I don't know. Um I know that there's a lot of things that we have to face and that we're wrestling with. And I think for some of us, once we're done wrestling with one thing, we'll have the next waiting. And we don't know what that next thing is necessarily going to be at this point. Everything is so uprooted for us and just our normal everyday rhythms or routines and things that we do without thinking and 
Yeah, we're all feeling it. And I think uh, a lot of what we're feeling is because of the unknown. Because we don't know how we're figuring it out. We're learning in in the moment, right? If there's ever, if there's ever <laughs> a time where people are learning to be present in the moment, here it is. Here it is. Um yeah, and we can't I don't think we need to try to run from how we feel. I think we have to continue to be honest with what we're feeling. Um and I think we have to keep wrestling with it because I believe in that process and I think the most valuable things in life come from that that process. And so, I mean, I'm willing to take it. I'm willing to hit it head on. But man, it's been really, really stressful. Well, our house is spotless now. Yeah, it's always pretty spotless. So, <laughs> but I've, in, I've in learned... ways on the on the on the uh, the the microbial level. <laughs> I mean, you can only scrub so much. <laughs> yeah, we got to repaint when all this is over with because he's taking the paint off of things. Yeah. So I mean, that's just, where we are. Just keeping busy to me is, it's a challenge. Yeah, and I think sometimes maybe that's part of the problem is that's what we try to do is keep ourselves busy from having to face some of the things that we really need to be facing. And so keeping busy, whether it's cleaning toilets or watching Netflix might be the thing that gets our minds off of it, or it might be the thing that helps us to deal with it, like face it. Right. So like for me, whenever I work with my hands, which is what I love to do, um, I love doing that on my own alone because it's where it's when I do some of my deepest thinking, right? My hands are moving, doing things that they know what to do. Um, but that's when my mind, my mind goes. Um, but for some people it really is a complete distraction. And so I think we have to be careful with that as well. Um, cause we'll miss the opportunities We'll miss the opportunities to grow in this process, right? Or avoid the process as opposed to, yeah, go on a ride with the process, right? Yeah. And that's what's so hard because even within that, you know, it's 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 unknown. Like, you don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know what's going to come out of this, right? So, at the beginning of all this, I was just sitting and just kind of being in it. Because I know my tendency is to busy myself and not think about it. And I do that by cleaning. And so I thought, well, I'm going to do what seems counterintuitive to myself and I am going to sit and I'm going to really take this time. So that's what I did all last week. Um, now I am not sleeping and I'm like, I'm tired of sitting and I don't know what to do anymore. And so I started cleaning this weekend and I've cleaned everything I can possibly clean. And I still feel like I need to be doing something else. Um, because if I sit too long, I'm going to fall into a deep depression. So there's like that fine line of, 
I think you have to know yourself. Yeah. You know, I think you have to really look within yourself and, and know where those boundaries are so that you can sit with this process and yeah. then you can move forward in the process. Well, yeah. you Yeah. Sitting in the process. I mean, this is obviously metaphorical language, guys, but when you're in that process, there's a difference in, you know, sitting and thinking and processing and, you know, making connections and pursuing challenges. There's a difference in doing that and just wallowing in your misery. Right, right. right? And allowing yourself you know, drown in self-pity and, and whatever else. Um, I also don't think that we need to avoid, like, we need to be okay with how we feel, right, right? as well. We just, it's all about facing this stuff in, in a healthy way, something that's going to be healthy for us. Um, you know, it's it's like what you tell people who are grieving. It's like, look, you, the process is good for you. You need to not, you know... <laughs> You need to go through the process. You allow it, allow the process to happen. Allow right. it to happen. Um, all the while, needing healthy support through that process keeps you from, you know, um, really drowning in it. Right. I think grieving is a good word to use. Um, that's Certainly. kind of how I've felt the past yeah. couple of days. Yeah. Like yeah. I think I'm grieving, and I don't know what I'm grieving from or about. It's mm-hmm. just. I feel that feeling, yeah. that grief. I think it's feeling. a good analogy. Yeah, I do. I think it's a good analogy. So, yeah, that's where we are. Um, I know I babbled a lot through this because, yeah, I don't know where I'm at. I'm in the unknown. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out, trying to wrestle with this. But last week was hard. It was harder. I think it's to be expected, but it, it was harder for us. Uh, for both of us, I think our whole family, um, there were some good things, you know, there were some, some, some things that we could highlight, um, about the week, which were good, but you know, some things you just need to keep to yourself because, well, you'll ruin it, right? There's special <laughs> moments that you have. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I bet that there are some, some who are listening to this who either were here, like where we were last week, you know, they, they have been there or they were there or they're going to be there. And what I have to say about that is, listen, it's okay. It's to be expected. It's the unknown. Nobody knows. And you're doing good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're doing the best that you possibly can and keep wrestling with it. Keep going. Keep going. Well, I think everybody is going to experience it differently. I mean, we're all different. Sure. And so we're all going to experience it differently. So don't look at other people and how they're responding and think that you should be responding that way or this way or, you know, yeah. accept your own feelings. Yeah. It's really easy to judge other people who are verbalizing how where they are and how they're feeling uh, when, you know, you're just keeping how you are inside, right? Yeah. It's really easy to do that, and uh, it's a safety safety mechanism that we implore. So, so yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, that's where we are, and uh, 
we're ready for another week, and we'll see what this week holds for us on this crazy journey. And, you know, I have to say that I think, again, the, the important thing is this. You're not alone. Not only are, you know, there are millions of people who are going through many of the same things that you're going through. They're feeling the same feels and processing things, um, wrestling with things. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, we're not along on this journey. We weren't promised that the journey would be easy, but we were promised that Jesus would be with us throughout all of this. And especially with this week being, you know, what the church has traditionally referred to as Holy Week, um, which begins with Palm Sunday and you have various days, you know, building up to, you know, Good Friday and, um, then obviously Easter, Easter morning, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter your tradition and your heritage. Focusing on those things this week, I think, is a good challenge. I think it could be important. I think this is an opportunity for us to really get into the zone and experience maybe more of what it might have been like to be there with Jesus and to experience that loss that they felt, um, and wrestling with the unknown and. Now what? What are things going to look like, etc.? But then on Easter Sunday, we're reminded, right, that uh, yeah, yeah, what comes out of this is new life. And I, as we close, and remind people about James when he says, when you go through trials like this, to he says, listen, you can. The perspective is is of one of you can rejoice because knowing that through this process that you're going through. Your faith will be strengthened. There are things that can happen. There's something that you can get out of this. Um, but you have to allow the process to unfold. You ask for wisdom. You seek guidance. You stay connected, right? And uh, remembering that you're not in this alone, even if it's even if it's the unknown. So, yeah. So there it is. Here's to going into the unknown. <laughs> into the unknown, yeah. Yeah, if we wouldn't get copyrighted, uh, maybe we would have our youngest daughter sing us out. But 